When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. I am so happy that you decided to join us. Um, if you like this podcast, you should go over and listen to a bunch of the other ones in our in our network with like the 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast or High School Hoops or Coaching Youth Hoops. All of those are, I think, interesting, and uh, we would love if you left a five-star review. You can leave those one-star reviews at home. Um, but before we jump into the topic today, I'd like to give a big shout-out to our sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish. Um, mention Coach Unplugged, and you'll get $450 off. You'll get great customer service. It is, um, it is. I can tell you from uh, someone that's still coaching, it has helped my team immensely. I can't tell you the number of shots that we have taken on our Dr. Dish machines. And then also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. You know, 25 years ago when I took over a program that no one wanted, that hadn't had had five winning seasons in 35 years, um, I was the only applicant. No one wanted it. I would have killed for a resource like teachhoops.com. It took me took me years to turn it into a national powerhouse and um i i have put all that secret sauce inside of teachhoops.com so come over and check it out 14 day free trial it will give you the roadmap it will give you me it will give you one-on-one calls and office hours and and a community of like-minded coaches i think you'll love it let's head off to the podcast all right welcome 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 how long has it been since you've been on all right how long is it when's the last time you were on it's been a while. It's been a while. And I need to have you back on mine too, buddy. You know? Yes. Uh, yes. Now that the season post spring break is what I tell most people when they start asking questions about stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I said after the April one, I'm available. Like it's yeah. like, yeah. So let's, let's, let's plan on that. You got me yeah. today. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to get you on here. You, the next you reached month. out after April 1st. Cause it's funny. Cause it's like the season ends and then we have, we have our, banquet two weeks after the season ends yep. and then the you know, state turn all that stuff so it's like and then spring break hits it's like i never feel like i'm back mm-hmm. you know a re a reset happens you know i always yeah. do and you, you know you gotta you gotta collect all the gear and you gotta do your exit interviews and you gotta do all that stuff yeah. um but that leads into that leads into postseason so what do you do postseason wise like what is your like after you lose that last game until maybe summer what does that look like for your program uh you know it's kind of ironic uh we we talked a little bit about it i you know uh this year i got the privilege of uh we we finished our season on a tuesday night and wednesday morning eight o'clock i had to talk about like i don't know richard nixon or something like that so that was that was a lot of fun i was a real effective teacher uh 10 or 12 hours after Uh, that never Never, never am, never am. I know it's horrible, isn't it? It's like yeah, it was. You gotta put was, on the happy. You got to put on the happy face in school. I know it's yeah, horrible. Yeah, it was. It, it stunk. So, um, I, I think, um, you know, we. I, I think the the most important thing that you have to do after your season's over is to take care of the 
immediate jobs that you need to take care of, like your, your, your job as a coach. And, and for me, the way, the way my brain works, uh, I, I got to get that stuff taken care of. So I want, I want those uniforms in as soon as possible. You know why? Cause I hate uniform turn in. So I want to get it done and over with. I just want to take it and, and have that job done. I, I think it's important that you get your, uh, you get your postseason paperwork done. Uh, whether that's your evaluation by your AD, get your all conference, all state paperwork in, if that's the case that you need to do uh, stuff, stuff like that. I think you get your, if you choose to do a banquet, I think it's, I think it's good to do some sort of banquet or end of the year type of thing. I, I think that it's good that you get on top of that and get that taken care of. And I, and I think that you do all of those things uh, before you start worrying about next year, I think the natural inclination, I'm sure you're probably the same way, Steve, you're on that bus ride home after that last <laughs> game and you're like, next year, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. Right. We're going to do this. And you really have to fight not jumping into that because you still have your responsibilities that you need to take care of with, with this year's team. Um, right. What we tell people too, is like, there's so much basketball on too. You should don't, don't worry about next season because I can tell you, me, myself, and my three assistants are watching so much basketball now yep. that we yep. basically, in our Slack, so that's what, kind of where we communicate and keep our running thoughts, we're just uh-huh. throwing stuff in there. Like, sure. um, yep. you know, today, so this will tell when we, we're, we're recording this, but today was the um, Virginia-Furman game. Like, yep. So it's like, I wrote something in there like, hey, we got to talk about you know, like that last 30 seconds, like, look what, yeah. look what Virginia did. If Virginia does it, shoot, our guys will throw a ball. Like, so it's kind exactly. of those, you know, or, or um, who was it? We were looking at um, or a couple of teams are running some offensive sets that we really like. So we want to dive yeah. into, into that. So um, yeah. I, I think it's, I think I a hundred percent agree. I, we, before we came out, I was talking about collecting gear and doing all that stuff. But yeah. I want I want cl- there's two things I want in postseason. I want closure with my seniors. Yep. Because they're leaving yep. the family. Like they're yep. going off in, into the yep. world. They're going off to college kind of thing. Yep. Literally. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I want closure there. So and they're the on they're the most honest. So this is mm-hmm. my advice to coaches that are listening. Seniors will be the most honest with you. Yeah. Because they got nothing to lose now. They got nothing to lose. Like yeah. they're gonna yeah. be they're gonna look at you. So I have, I have, I have sets of um, paperwork that I have both everyone fill out. And, but then I have senior fill out and I have underclassmen fill out that are coming back. Um, And I think that's important because then I can follow up with those seniors because we're now we're on a different level here. Like I'm helping them find schools. It's like, you know, you're always welcome back, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, coach, I wish we'd have done. It's like, okay, let's have that conversation. I don't think you get as much truth from the players in the exit interviews for the underclassmen, because there's still, you still have something over them. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would I agree think, with you. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, and it, well, and I think one of the things that I, and this is based on kind of one of my own kids' experience. Uh, I've, I've always said, if, if you're going to have exit interviews with one or two kids, you need to have exit interviews with every kid in your program. Because if you say, uh, well, I'm going to meet with Jimmy, Billy, and and Bobby, but I'm not talking to Freddie, Pete, and Joe. Right. Well, how does Freddie, Pete, and Joe? That you're you're automatically telling Fred, Pete, and Joe that they don't mean diddly poo to you, right? And I think those are the type of things that you that'll that 
you know, bite you in the butt. In bite the you end. in the butt. And I, and I, and I have an exit interview with everybody in our program. Yep. If you're on my team at the end of the year, I have an exit interview with you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I have them along the, along the, along the season, you know, pre, pre mid, I have those two, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, if you're on the team, you're going to get an exit interview and I'll, I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something that we do. That's I think uh, relatively unique is so let's say we have, I don't know, maybe 20 kids, 25 kids between our JV yeah. and our varsity, maybe probably more than that, probably 30. Yeah. And so I have that and we have seven coaches or in some man, whatever. And so I have every kid evaluate rank those 30 kids from one to 30 anonymously. Okay. And, and they have to rank themselves. So okay. Johnny thinks he's number three and everybody else in the program thinks he's 17. Yeah. <laughs> That's when the conversation is at a yeah. different level. Like I can yeah. tell you for most of the kids that I had conversations with this year, you know, most people knew who one was two, three was a question, but you know, but there were a couple kids that were, they thought they were four and everyone else thinks they're eight or nine. So mm-hmm. then we can have a courageous discussion about, well, why do you think that is? I yeah. don't have any problem with you thinking that you're that, but, why do you think everyone else feels this way? And what, sure. what do you think you're saying? It's a, it's an unbelievably good conversation to have. And it's yeah. data, it's data driven. It's not me yeah. saying you're the fourth best player. It is yeah. literally all your friends, all the coaches saying, this is what your average is. Yeah. You know, um, I, uh, we are, we're having our, and, and this is a lesson I've learned over the years, Steve. I really, I don't, I don't have my exit interviews until after the banquet's over because sometimes, you know, just as well as I do, you got to have those tough conversations with some kids. And then you go to that banquet and mom and dad are giving you the stink eye and you're like, Oh God, here we go. Here's a minefield. Yeah, I'm old. I don't care. I already did mine. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm it's like, yeah. and, and, and here's my conversation is I I'm going to be honest with you in January. I'm going to be honest with you in March. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, and, no. and, 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 and we know we're being honest. But mom right. and dad still aren't going to see, you know, and, and, no. and my, my, my dad told me one time, he said, everybody loves their kid a little bit more than they love everybody else's kid. And that's, <laughs> that's always stuck with me. You know, it's I mean, it's true. I, it's, that's a hundred percent true. And the second thing is, and this is for coaches listening, there's really, if you take a roster of 15 kids, there's probably two kids that are happy with their role, maybe three. Yeah. And if yeah. you're really good, it's four or five. Like yeah. if you're really good, and yeah. everyone's like, everyone's clicking and you're winning every game. But yeah. most kids, if they're number two, they think they're one. If they think, if yep. they're five, they think they're three. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. so, you know, it's like part of it is, I think it's our lesson as teachers to sure. have those conversations because, yeah. you know, they're going to be mad. Most of them come back. Like most yeah. of them know at some point in their lives. Now I've had some in 30 years that still think I'm the dumbest thing since, you know, whatever but most of them Collins would have put me in that state championship yeah, game baby god yeah. he, coach he doesn't know what he's doing but most of them um yeah don't i get you started i had a, I had a mother call me on the morning of the state semifinals asking why her son didn't play in the quarterfinals the night before and he hadn't played all year she hadn't seen him and then he was on tv and then she's calling and complaining yeah anyway so it's like whoa whoa now, but, I, I, uh, <laughs> I, I will tell you this uh one of the differences that you and I have is, is you coach guys and I coach girls and 
girls tend tend to be a little bit more realistic about where their role is or at times you have to convince a, a, a one of my players that they are as good as they as they are or they're better uh, than they are like you're better, better than, than, than yeah, yeah 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 hey you know you know mary you don't really understand how good you can be oh no i don't know coach you know it's like, no you 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 know you got a chance to be really really good kiddo you know so uh, so those are something that, you know, you were talking about your, and, and, and I like what you do there. Here's what I, I do. And, and I, I know this because I just, we're having our first organizational meeting tomorrow morning. And uh, what, what I put oh, on, hold our, on, do you, do you do always do your meetings in the morning? That's an interesting question. Um, We, I, I just put them in like, I give a couple time slots, like seven fifteen to seven thirty seven thirty to seven forty five And then my school starts at eight o'clock. Okay. And then, then I have a lunch time, and then I have like a three fifteen to three thirty time. So you have more they, than one option. Yeah, for them to come in and meet individually with me. Yeah. Oh, I give them okay, one. individually. But I'm talking about yeah. team meetings. When do you do team, team meetings? Uh, our school's small enough that we just have we have a, a, a time period on Fridays. We call it homeroom. It's a 20, 25 minute time period. And so, yeah, I told the principal last Wednesday, Thursday, or whatever. Hey, I want to have our first organizational meeting next Friday during homeroom. Is that cool? And, and so that's how we do it. Okay. Okay. So, so that's again, for coaches that are listening, I tend to, I don't want to conflict with work. I don't want to conflict with other sports. Yeah. I don't. So yeah. So our big, we're 2000 with 2000 kids. So I try to do mine in the morning. First of all, it's a little bit of a test. Sure. (laughs) If I get up and get there on time and, Mm -hmm. and I'll do them at lunch because everyone has lunch. Yep. Like, that's when people make up tests they miss in my class is lunch. Because sure. you yep. can't say you don't have lunch. Everybody has lunch. You can come <laughs> in and eat and you can take yeah. the test you miss. But Absolutely. everybody comes. So, but I I try to stay away from the after school. Um mm-hmm. just because it's like uh, sure. And I don't want to interfere with track right now. For us, right. it's track, baseball, right. and that type of thing. Right. So but uh on, on our sheet that we're gonna give the kids tomorrow, um it's going to be, yeah. And I forget exactly how I worded it, but where do you see yourself coming into this summer? You know, uh, J and for us, we just have JV varsity, you know, uh, why do you, why do you see yourself like that? And so as they turn those back in, you know, I can kind of in the same way that you're talking about, have that conversation. Well, Hey, uh, you know, Susie, you see yourself as a varsity starter when you came off the bench for the JV this year, we got to get a little bit more aligned here and that type of thing. So, right. And it's also like literally when they come in, so it's almost like I have like my three assistants behind a desk and me, and then they walk in and sit and it's like they're on like trial or something. But anyway, they sit down. And then the first thing I ask is tell me something you do really well. Mm -hmm. And then I let them go. And then I say, say something you need some work on. And then, so what I want is a conversation like, yeah, Yes, you're really good at a setup three. Let's, but you're five seven. So how can we get you a floater? Like yeah. all the things that you know. What kept you off the court? What what kept yeah. you on the court? Um, yeah. you know those. I just wanted. I want a conversation. Um, yeah. Yep. Usually it has to start with me because they're mm-hmm. a little intimidated. I think. Yeah. Um, Especially the younger ones, the JV kids, that type of thing. Yeah. So. Uh, so we'll get that going here. And over the next couple of weeks, we'll do that. Um, again, we're a small school. You, you've got 2000 kids. We've got around 300 to 325 grades seven through 12 in my school. 
So, so yeah. What so division? You, I forgot what division that is. Uh, in Nebraska, it's 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 C one, so it's right in the middle. Um, in in Iowa, it's in the middle. Uh, it's it's yeah, it's in the middle. Yeah. So in Iowa, we would be like a two A school. Um, if you you know, so you'd be. You'd be- four i think in wisconsin like five is the smallest one is the biggest so how many are below you three three classes yeah yeah so it's 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 a different it's a different setup here in how many classes are there we have six altogether so we have class a so that's all the omaha lincoln metro schools b is and that's where i used to coach at when i was at my previous job uh those are your mid-tier towns your your towns of 10,000 people, 8,000 people, that type of stuff. And then your C1s are, are, you know, and then C2 and then D1 and then D2. So like we have, we have, we have, we have D2 schools that have graduating classes of, I don't know, 14, 15 kids. So we, you have six and you're 2 million people and Wisconsin has five and we're like 6 million people. That's crazy. I don't make the rules. I just follow them. I don't. <laughs> I know. I just. It's like all these things. It's it, it. Yeah. It's like. Yeah. We're almost six million. You're almost two million. We're three yeah. times as big, and we have one less class than you. That's crazy. and our ge- our geography is is part of it. You know, we're yeah you know, a little bit. Yeah. Part of the state is 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 where anywhere from two thirds to three fourths of the state. It yes. is you know is within probably an hour and a half two hours of the Missouri River, but then we have five more hours of state west of that. That and and it's hard for the smaller schools to co-op when you're the only school in a forty mile radius, and which is where some of those really small schools are at when you get out into the Sand Hills and things like that. Right, right. And how do they play then? Do they do they? Is there con- <laughs> a lot of mileage on those buses? Yeah, uh, yeah. There's you know uh, our kids come. Hey everybody, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you like it. Um, go over and check out our other podcasts, High School Hoops, Teacher Side Gig. And then uh, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network.